0: You are now tuned in to the Essential Roundtable podcast. Listeners, fraternity brothers, Madrian and Joe discuss various topics pertaining to life with the intent to promote self improvement in a multitude of aspects. We hope that you're able to find value throughout the show. Enjoy! What's up? What's up?
1: What's up? What's up, good people? Uh, Welcome back to another episode of The round table, The Essential One. Uh, I am your host, Major Ian Lowe, and here with my co-host and fraternity brother, Mr. Javondi Williams.
0: What's the deal, my guy? I like that. That was live. What'd you say we back at The round table, The Essential One? The
1: Essential One, baby. Make sure that y'all like, comment, subscribe, and share this video, man, as we get rolling into it. Make sure you interact with our reels on IG, get on that YouTube page, interact with them videos, man. Like and share on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to us at, wherever you are under the sound of my voice, do us a <laughs> favor and make sure that you're sharing our information with, with whoever um, you feel like can benefit from it. We appreciate y'all more than we can ever really express, man. And we're just glad to be back here on episode, what number is this? Nine? Big nine. But nine. Big
0: nine, not the little one. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what that made me think about.
1: Yeah, we had episode number nine, man. Yeah. And uh it's just been a crazy ride thus far. I'm super grateful to be doing this with you. Um, and super grateful to, to have the opportunity to get on here and really just hold space for each other and maybe hopes hopefully we helping somebody get through some things That's and right. break through some stuff, man. That's really what it all comes down to. And today You know, we talk a lot on this show about learning healthy habits and and building a better life and and just really working through things and becoming better people holistically. But also a part of that process is unlearning some stuff, right? And so um, I think sometimes unintentionally or sometimes just because of the way life goes, we learn a lot of things that we probably internalize that we really shouldn't even be dealing with. And so today's episode for simply lack of a better topic. It's just going to be about lack of a better way to phrase it. I mean, the topic is about unlearning. right? And so, I mean, that's a pretty, a, a wide range of things, right? I know you you hear that and I think like, man, what what exactly does that mean? So, the way I wanted to frame it, right? And to kind of guide our conversation is like, in order to ultimately be successful as a person, in my experience, I've had to like confront the ugly truths about the behavior or the ways in which I act that are contradictory to the person I am and person I want to become I've said that plenty of times on this show before, right. Right. but, and and a big part of that, I guess, was <laughs> learning new behaviors and learning healthy habits and ways to implement things and ways to change things and, and educating myself, reading books, you know what I mean? Uh, building out healthy outlets like exercising and stuff like that but on the other side of that right is having to really sit uh with yourself and think about all the ways in which you're the problem because sometimes it's not other people sometimes it's us you know what i mean so sitting with and dealing with and realizing this this may not be them this may be me in this situation i may be the issue i may be the one initiating the drama i may be the one causing all the issues in this situation and so for me, it's unlearning, man, I, I want to break it up into three, well, I guess two parts first. So, like, um, mental and then, like, uh, physical attachment, I guess. And by physical attachment, I mean, like, the ways in which the habits I have in which the way I, I interact with my body. And so, like, on the mental side, man, I think um, the biggest thing that I have unlearned or uh, working on unlearning is, like, I talked. I even made a reel about it earlier this week with people pleasing right and so people pleasing man Ooh, that is that's something ain't it (laughs) people pleasing will have your whole life like turned upside down because you're just so caught up and so bound in this idea that you have this responsibility to other people who really don't even sometimes don't express it to you directly or even expect that from you until you have until you have created this situation where it becomes an unspoken expectation right Right. and so in unlearning that right i think that i have had to really come to terms with the fact that one this was a situation that i kind of caused on my own in some instances right in some instances i am i realize that people have developed this tendency or this dependent habit upon me because i have um given them permission to do so in my actions and the way i interact with them in in order to trace where that came from i really had to do like some 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 work in that you know what i mean i had to think about it and i realized like my habits come from like generation generational it's like passed down to me from like family you know what i mean like other people really like you know growing up you don't want to make your parents disappointed you also want to make them proud and so you think that in order to make them proud you have to do certain things or act certain ways or you have to be responsible to them in a way that may have been uncommunicated when, you know, and I always say uncommunicated boundaries are not boundaries. I mean, uncommunicated expectations are not boundaries. They're prisons. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're uncommunicating, you're not communicating expressly what it is you want or expressly what it is you need, but you have, you're holding someone responsible to that standard, then they're going to try to meet you there either by people pleasing or by lying or doing something crazy. And so, yeah, that's something that I have really been working on actively unlearning and just going back to the root of that, man, and realizing that it's something that I just, I didn't even like, nobody had to teach me how to do it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like nobody had to teach me how to do it because i saw my parents do it and i saw the way they interacted with each other and i saw the way my siblings interacted with my parents and the way that if you if you act a certain way or if you conform to this type of behavior if you respond to people's needs in this way by uh prioritizing theirs and dimming yours down dimming down things that you may need as a person in order to make sure that they can get what they want done then that's the right thing to do and so <clears throat> that has been something i've really been just it's been on my heart heavy and just dealing with that and 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 working through that um but i want to ask you what when you think about the term unlearning like what what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about just that in general that phrase unlearning
0: unlearning like the first i'd say confidence mm-hmm. um unlearning that's, that's right, right? Like unlearning, um, like the first thing that comes to mind, I'd say like, it would have to be, um, how do I word this? Unlearning the way that I look at myself in mm-hmm. the way that, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? Go about thinking about what other people are thinking about me. Mm. Um, and like just like you said like it all it all comes from childhood trauma 100% you know what i'm saying because like we we're going to get we we're going to get real vulnerable on this one i'm going to get vulnerable um i like and i'm still like having to unlearn like that today you know what i'm saying like I, I grew up you know what i'm saying like being teased you know what i'm saying by family like i went through you know what i'm saying like shit that um you know what I'm saying, that, that that a child shouldn't go through, you know what I'm saying, I, I've been told things like that children shouldn't be, you know what I'm saying, told, like we like we start to develop, you know what I'm saying, our our psyche at a young age, you know what I'm saying, so whenever you're telling somebody or talking about somebody in a certain way or, you know what I'm saying, putting someone in, you know what I'm saying, just environments with, with toxic people, you know what I'm saying, when you're introducing bad shit, Mm. To, to people at a young age you you know what i'm saying you you hold on to that and you think that that is the way of life so when i got old enough to like you know what i'm saying just start like stepping in my my own light i i kind of <laughs> i kind of like realized like bro like i lack confidence mm. i lack confidence like first day like i want to say freshman year my first day um at pv or my first the first day of class at PV, um, I think it was like a history class and they made like everybody stand up and like introduce themselves. I couldn't even like stand up and like say my name and and shit because I was so like fearful of what other people, you know what I'm saying, was going to think about me mm. because of what I was so used to other people, you know what I'm saying, saying. Um, I had like, you know, been used to, you know, hearing you know what I'm saying? Just people's, just people's like bad opinions or, you know what I'm saying? Just false statements and just shit like that. So it was like, well, damn, like this is, this is me. Like this is what I'm used to. And, you know, we just got to unlearn. I've been having to unlearn that and, you know, really just walk in my confidence because I'm not that like those, those are lies that stuff isn't true. You know what I'm saying? So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's kind of, that's kind of the first thing I think about is is just confidence because I mean, in order to be successful, like you have to be able to love yourself and be confident in yourself. And without that, you you go nowhere. So Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Why are you smiling
1: I, and grinning, bro? <laughs> I was gonna say I don't want you to think I was laughing at what you were saying, but yeah. every time you said you came say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know Oh yeah. think, uh why'd I get married. But uh, Marcus says that phrase exactly like that. You know what I'm saying? He always says that. Why did I get married? So when you kept on saying it, I started thinking about it when you said it. But I was taking very seriously what you were saying. I do say that a lot. Whenever I be like going back to listen to our episodes, I'm like, damn. Like, <laughs> I say, you know what I'm saying. Like every other like you know word. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, that was that was funny. When I was I took I was listening very attentively to what you were saying. But right. I knew what you were saying. I knew exactly what you were saying. So, um, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, that is um big. I guess what I what I'm more so here is I I understand you connected to confidence, but it's like unlearning a low self esteem. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm
0: like, I, yes.
1: Unlearning that that what other people's perceptions and what they placed on you in the past that that's not who you are, and so. Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge, man. I I I can relate to that as well. I I don't know. I remember. I think my uh Why mine is a tie to people pleasing too, which is why, like the parent mine, I feel like that low self esteem piece can fall underneath like my categories as well of things I'm unlearning because I have always kind of dealt with that in a in a in a sense as well. Hearing what people had to say, I think that people. Had negative things to say about me when I wasn't present, but it was always celebratory when I was there. It was always, oh, Majorian's accomplishing XYZ academically. Majorian's done this, this, and this. But, and then like when I would, I would hear cousins would tell me, oh, but he's doing this, this, and this, or they would, and this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, damn, like it's wishy washy. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no foundation, And there's, definitely no, you know, um, authenticity or uniformity within like the praises or the hatred, like pick a side, you know what All I right. mean? So I definitely feel that a hundred percent. And I think that, um, it's so hard to really, to really unlearn shit sometimes because people really don't talk about what it takes and what you have to invest in it. Cause you really have to confront those traumas. You know what I mean? Like in a, in a real substantive way, you have to be able to sit in your in your discomfort and i think too realizing right because i've I've just spent a lot of time and and while let me pause and let me just explain where i'm going before i say it so Mm -hmm. the reason why i think it's so important to to do this unlearning work right and i'll also pose this question to you after i give my explanation so you can be thinking about this now while i'm talking through it but why why do you think it's important for you to unlearn those habits and unlearn things that kind of those traumas and things that have impacted us and and kind of molded us into the men that we are today why do you think it's helpful to unlearn those habits or those those types of ideas right yeah and so for me i think it's hmm, i saw something the other day um i don't know if you follow belief in fatherhood but he makes like videos about being a black father on tiktok it's like one of the most positive social media platforms you can interact with on tiktok instagram and youtube right and he said he somebody asked him like why do you um what when you started making content seriously like why what advice do you have to people who are scared or don't want to take that jump into making content seriously he was like you know i'm not mad at you i understand you got things coming but but move out the way and he was like i started doing it seriously and i started taking my my role seriously because i i I don't want to be responsible for holding somebody else's breakthrough hostage because i'm scared Mm. or i'm nervous about what someone's going to say or what someone's going to how someone's going to respond to what i'm posting right and so i look at it as if i don't do my work and on myself and talk to myself and, and, and understand why I am the way I am and why my traumas manifest in the ways that they do and why I accept certain behaviors from people or why I deal with certain people in certain capacities. If I don't do that work today as a single man, you know what I mean, as someone who doesn't have any children, if I don't do that work now and understand those traumas so that I can Go back to the origin and understand that this is what caused this, and this is this is how this manifests and this is how it manifests in my mom or my father or my aunt or my uncle or my cousin or my friend. you know what I mean, and this is how it manifests within myself, how this behavior is linked amongst us, and how I can stop it if i if I just look at this and, and identify this trigger, identify this issue and detach myself from it. Then I'm gonna be stuck in that loop forever, Mm -hmm. and so I, my breakthrough is worth me doing the work. You know what I mean. And I don't want to be the person that I'm. I don't want to inflict the unhealthy habits on another person, whether it be a partner in a relationship, a woman that I'm dating, whether that be a friend, whether that be a line brother whether that be a niece or a nephew or a sibling. I don't want to inflict those generational traumas on somebody else because I haven't taken the time to unlearn and heal from what hurt me. So Hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah, and heal people, deliver people. Yeah. <laughs> and so if I could be healed and deliver somebody, that's my responsibility to do that. So... Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, why is it important to unlearn? Um, so first... Like while he's talking, I was I was I was thinking about this book that I just finished reading. Did I did I talk about um Unfuck Yourself already mm-hmm. on the episode? A little bit. Yeah, so just to kind of go back, there's there's a, the, I think it was the same chapter that I brought up. It was called um We're Wired to Win. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, you know what I'm saying, the things that we unlearn, they're all they all start in the mind. You know what I'm saying? So like if you, you know what I'm saying? If you believe a certain thing, then that's literally what you're going to succeed at, whether it's successful or, or whether it's positive or negative. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just, just for example, I'm trying to unlearn, I'll just use my example. I'm trying to unlearn, um, what'd you say, um, low self esteem. Mm-hmm. If I think that, if I, if I continue to cope with, thinking in that thought pattern of, of low self-esteem, then my results are going to be results that align with that low self-esteem, because that's what I'm telling myself. That's, that's what I'm feeding my brain like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not that. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm inadequate, you know what I'm saying? Versus me feeding um, myself like positivity or whatever. So it's important. I believe that it's important to unlearn those things because you know what I'm saying, well, again we're wired to you know um live out the things that we put you know in mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying just as you were explaining and this is like one of my biggest goals is to you know what I'm saying build a family and I've came to the realization that you know like I can't I can't lead a family broke broken Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'll ever be perfect, but you know what I'm saying healing is a is an everlasting journey, and I just think about myself being 30, 35 years old still dealing with what I'm dealing with or what I have dealt with and i and i and I just get like so sick to my stomach like that's that would be disgusting, you know what I'm saying because I know people now that are are much older than me and act like children. That I'm stuck. I'm just, and I'm, that I'm like,
1: stuck, stuck in there, in there, in stuck there. in
0: their ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm just like, man, I don't think, I don't think that that could be me. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think that I could do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's important to unlearn, you know what I'm saying? Things just to, just so that, you know what I'm saying? Your future, you isn't, you know, still stuck in the past. Like mm-hmm. you, you 45 and, and 50 acting your shoe size you know what i'm saying so that's why it's important to to really just focus on that you know from a mental standpoint because nobody else neither nobody else including you like you shouldn't even be suffering from things that you should have been taking care of Mm so yeah that's that's my piece
1: on that We'll talk a little bit about how do we do that though, right? Because I yeah. think it's real easy to jump into like those self-help books and, and you, and you identify like, okay, I may, I may have boundary issues or I may be, you know, engaged in self-down talk or I may just deal with a, a myriad of issues that kind of prevent me from really getting to the level or getting where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And, um, I did a little research as well as just thinking about some stuff from my own life. And so one of the books that I've also been reading, which I know is is the New York best time seller list uh goat atomic habits it's always on there and it's just people always ratting and raving about it and one of the things that he talks about a lot in that book is habit stacking right so this idea that if you do one habit you stack once you um establish it it, it is easier for you to do another one or to get to keep that habit if you stack another one on top of it right and so in a in a way that i do it while well, i'm teaching myself something new right is like um I, I wanna. I'm unlearning checking my phone as soon as I wake up. Like that's something that's like not as deep, but it's just something that I, I I'm actively unlearning because I will usually jump up and grab my phone, and I'll, an hour will will roll past because I've just been doing stuff on my phone landing in the bed. You know, as soon as I wake up, I wake up at five to to read for class, and now I've wasted this time because I've just been sitting here in the bed scrolling, scrolling, and so. One of the ways I've, I've unlearned that is that when I get in bed, I, I plug my phone up on the opposite side of the room. <laughs> and and now I have a book set on the side of my bed instead of my phone. So when I want my, my devotional, when I get up in the morning, first thing I grab is my devotional and I read that. So I stack those two habits on top of each other, plugging my phone up away from me, putting my book there every night. And then I do that with each other. So that way I learn and I, build that connection that when it's time to go to bed, I do this, I do this, I go to sleep. Yeah. And so in the same way, I feel like you could use that when unlearning things. Right. And and I think that goes back to like my first, I guess, like step with that with unlearning or first idea with unlearning something is identifying your triggers. Right. So when you know that you're going to be in an environment or you're going to be in somewhere that's going to create um, a feeling or um, a desire to crawl back into that mind space where you typically don't, um, you don't want to be in anymore. You're trying to unlearn that you need to know that, Hey, if I am doing this activity, this is going to make me feel a little insecure, or This is going to make me feel, I may violate my own boundaries because I may overcommit to a task or I may engage in people pleasing, you know what I mean? So identifying situations where that may happen and then try to fall back from that. And so, and you build on that, I would say, by what I like to call step two, the have you attached to that is replacing and repealing, right? <laughs> so once you've identified that, or repeal and replace, rather, identified that trigger, you're going to re- repeal it, remove it from your life, and then replace it with a, a, a positive like reinforcement or a positive thing, right? So when you think about, like for me, um, with the unlearning, the phone usage, how i replace the stimulus with a book because I still had the desire that you know my brain is going to be fresh you're going to be want to be stimulated when I wake up so I replaced my phone with the book and then I've repealed it I guess by removing it out of the way and so I think that that is um, some of the steps that I have on that and then I guess too also just planning it out you know what i mean like writing things helps me a lot sometimes you know what i mean unlearning and just sometimes it's easier to see something written down and write it's easier i guess to write or express your feelings when you write something out instead of having to always try to verbalize it sometimes for me in my experience anyway because sometimes i just can't seem to say exactly what it is i feel but i never have a problem writing it all the way down and um yeah, I think that's, those are my tips on that, on how to actually unlearn. But I also think it's just to like being intentional and being honest with yourself about, yeah, yeah. about the truth of the matter. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's really easy to, it's really easy to know something is wrong or really easy to identify something that happened to you and say, well, that happened to me and and I, or, or like, it's easy to say, well, I'm like this because this happened to me. I'm like this because so-and-so did this the way my mama did it. That's the way her mama did it to her. Right. And so now that's just how I am. That's just who. That's just who I am. No, that's who you're choosing to be. Exactly. That's not just how you are. That's who you're choosing to be. Every day we get a choice to decide the type of person we want to be. And if you're actively choosing that type of behavior and that type of mindset and that type of trauma, you're choosing your trauma. You know what I mean? That's who you're going to be. So I think it it comes to being really brutally honest with yourself about what you need to stop doing. At least for me, I had to just really be honest with myself about, Hey, if I, if I want to heal in the way I say I do, I got to stop doing some of this shit (laughs) because nobody understands or feels or or gets the the pain attachment that comes to it like i do right and so
0: only you understand
1: only i understand in a real way and you know i really think that goes to that i'm I'm done and you can talk after this Mm -hmm. and it goes to the the saying um nobody cares try harder you know what i mean i think they're like people care you know what i mean but nobody cares because they don't care in the way that you do so try harder you know what i mean you have to change for yourself and so it's like it's your life you know what i'm saying like if you if you choose to
0: if you decide to to fuck it up or or do good it ain't gonna make them no difference you know what i'm
1: saying so yeah Yeah. but i'll um i'll let you talk on Mm -hmm. that a little bit you got something to say about that how do you how do you unlearn once you've identified that? How do you, how do you really learn Un- how do you begin to do the unlearning work? I guess is a better, a better question.
0: Okay. So, um, well, just how, to put, like, huh? how do you do it personally? Yeah, me. Yeah. I was, yeah. So I was going to say, like, just to put, you know, how things have been going for me into perspective, like, especially like here recently, um, and I mentioned in other episodes, like, these past two years have been, like, a like a real, like, you know what I'm saying, just a a, a wake up, Joe, you know what I'm saying, this is who you are, um, yeah. getting to know myself, like, healing journey or whatever. And once, once I really, like, figured out what I really want out of life, like, you know, what my desires were, yeah. it helped me, you know, see the things that I, I have to, you know, unlearn in order to be successful in that area. Um, as well as, you know what I'm saying, the things that I know from common sense that are bad. So once once I identified those, I um, you know what I'm saying, I said, okay, so I know what I need to do now. Now it's just repetition.
1: Mm. Like
0: I've identified, you know what I'm saying, what it is that I need to change. And I see that I'm doing this. I see that I still have triggers. Now it's just repetition. And I, it's weird now because I literally like be almost waiting <laughs> for those triggers to go off so that i can like you know step in and and really like work my way out of it you know what i'm saying work my way that's another thing that i uh struggle with is like reacting um like instantly you know like just impulse reactions like out of emotion like i'm trying to unlearn that um but i wouldn't have I wouldn't have realized that if, if I wouldn't, you know, if I wasn't being intentional about growing towards the thing that I want to be successful at. So I just, I just like, I don't, I don't know. Like I don't really have a process for it, but I know, you know what I'm saying? Like I can discern whether or not um, I'm treating the situation good or bad by how I react. So like in the midst of that situation, I'm trying to control myself and, you know, get better over time with it. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I have my, my big picture and you know what I'm saying? I have the things that I need to unlearn. Like, like you said earlier, um, you know, just being real with yourself, being honest with yourself and, you know, incorporating repetition, like just practicing because practice makes perfect. It's a habit. Like it's, it's a habit for me to, react this way, you know what I'm saying, when somebody pisses me off, it's a habit for me to stay no to that cheeseburger on Friday, you know what I'm saying? It's a habit for me to get up and go to the gym every day, you know what I'm saying? It's a habit to to love, like love is a habit, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm if I'm pissed off about something and or no, pissed off at you, you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be easy for me to excuse me, um to um neglect what we have going on, Mm
1: -hmm. you know what I'm
0: saying? Because I'm pissed, like I should be able to, or I should have built up habit enough to say, oh, well, this is just another, you know what I'm saying? Disagreement argument, we need to talk this out. Like it's all, it's all like, you know what I'm saying? Habit based, like Mm -hmm. you have to literally like build and establish your approach to things In order to remain consistent over time, so yeah, that's that's me. That's that's what I do.
1: I think too. A caveat to add would be that both of us are in this space. Right. I think too. A large, a large part of our ability to really like have this internal inflection deals with the fact that we're both like in isolated environments, right? Where both of us are um, away from what is quote unquote home, even though we're we're home because we're in our respective homes, but where we grew up, where we where we were coming to be, you know, the person the foundational part of us getting to this part where we are now to to you know realize our potential is where we were growing up in Houston and stuff like that and in Dallas respectively, but and to be, you know, where we are now, Ohio and I'm in West Texas, it is it is um the isolation that gives you the time a lot of times to really just have those reflective moments, right? Because I think too a part of it is where you are. Sometimes it's hard for us as people to sit in our truths, and hard for us to realize it um, when we have all these distractions around us, right? And so it's it's easier to block out your healing as a person when you're able to go to brunch every Sunday, <laughs> when you're able to be at the club on Friday, we had Grooves on Saturday we have space on Friday. You know what I mean? or you know, we, at, uh, we on Elm deep Elm on uh Thursday night. You know what I mean? And so, outside. And <laughs> not, saying that, not saying that there's people who are in places cause it's, it's not, um, it's not impossible to do your work in your space and still be able to, you know, have a social life and engage and stuff like that. But I also think that for, for us individually, it just adds an extra layer of perspective or actually of like a caveat to think about an application of the episode that we are in spaces where we are like kind of foreigners even though we've been here for a while now in our respective places but it's still like it's it's a foreign environment because it ain't what we used to and then you know we are able to go back and engage in those type of activities there so i think we're able to like have an opportunity to do our work at home because you know I spend hours by myself sometimes at, at, on a day. You know what I mean? I'm I'm at home pretty much uh, in the early parts of the morning, and for the rest of the evening after class, I'm I'm here with myself alone in my thoughts, and so I'm able to think about all the ways and, and ways which interact with people, even in small interactions or over the phone, and how I allow people to treat me because I think that's what really comes down to a, Like, what like, um self-sabotage and unlearning because that's right. a big part of that is self-sabotage too right right so once you are able to uh see how i'm how you are allowing people to interact with you you're able to shift your behavior because you are able to identify that you know in your own space and in your own time and say hey i don't really i don't really like that i don't really want to interact with people like this anymore oh, i don't sure. really want people to hold Meets that type of standard or or hold space for me like that anymore like that is that's not what i want and so yeah i just think that's important to note for sure man and um bro can i say something real quick mm-hmm.
0: i think that every person on the planet like everybody on this earth would benefit from isolation mm-hmm. just think about it like we're born into a system mm-hmm. and 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 not just one it's multiple systems. You know what I'm saying? We're born into multiple systems. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like pretty much the, the masses, like everybody's moving one way. Yep. And when you really just like step back and learn stuff for yourself, you kind of get to like start to pave that path for yourself and see things. Like I said earlier, see things that, um, that you no longer, like you said, no longer want to associate yourself with things that you want to unlearn, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, in order to, you know, get better, like, like, isolation is a cheat code. Yep. Of life, in my opinion, bro. Because, like, I could say that, you know what I'm saying? We, we probably ain't nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Near where we're going to be, you know what I'm saying? Just mentally. Um, talking about strength in that aspect, but, where we are now just just off of the off the strength of isolation is is crazy absolutely because we was having these conversations but we weren't like really just dedicated to personal growth like like we have been you know what i'm saying and it's and it's because of the fact that we are forced basically to face ourselves in this moment so like
1: i i had a i had a conversation with somebody earlier this week actually and i was talking about that like i i had been scratching the surface of self-development and self-love and self-growth for like two years you know what i mean like i feel like their reckoning came in 2020 and i never really like sat and did the work and like mm. i feel like i'm actually doing it now and i think that's a part of the process like i can't we can't get on this on this on this platform and, and talk about love and hope and prosperity and trying to make somebody break through if we ain't actually did it ourselves. <laughs> that ain't Jesus to do that. Jesus walked the walk. <laughs> he did it, so he knew what it took. He knew what it took in order for us to get where we want to go. And so, yeah, I think that as as paramount as someone you know, as we think about our relationship to the people around us and those looking up to us. I can't tell you about something I have not been through. And if if I've been through it and I've learned from it and I've grown through it, then it's my responsibility to share it with you so that you can learn from my mistakes and do it better. But yeah, you hit the hammer right on the head then man, like having the isolation and, you know, I think isolation can come also like just even having your own space, like having your own apartment in a city that you may be from, but if you just have your own space and you are able to sit, and and just be with your thoughts, you know just what I mean. Be at the crib. Yeah. <laughs> like not having to be at, at the at the partner crib, or you know what I'm saying. Just, it's just be, out, like, just be with you, you yeah. know what I mean. And I think that that once you're able to, uh, oh man, the homecoming podcast shout out to Dr. Tamer, uh Bryant because she is always talking about that. Being yeah. able to be comfortable with yourself, being able to be okay with it, just being you and you know and because like i didn't notice right and i think one of the things why i said unlearning the phone thing is because like my attachment to that is that sometimes i i don't i can't think about time periods in my house where i'm in here and it's just silence like i don't i don't like silence and, and that may and that's because i'm running from something i'm running from this idea of being alone with my thoughts because I've either got music playing or I got the TV on or I got a lecture on that I already watched or I got a podcast playing. I got the aromatherapy thing sound going humming. And it's like, when have I ever just sat in my thoughts? And so I've actually started meditating recently and um, in the mornings when I wake up just to like, or at night before I go to bed, just to clear my head and just sit with my thoughts, because it's like, I don't do that. And so, and that's a part of um, the unlearning thing for me, at least, you know, being able to really reconcile those thoughts. And I, it's a it's a day-by-day thing, you know what I mean? Like, Atomic Habits, again, shameless plug, teaches us that it's it's, you build that atom day-by-day, day, you know what I mean? That's how you win the race. It's not a Jump to the finish line thing, but if I'm able to sit at the end of the night and reconcile how I'm handling things better, how I'm unlearning these habits, how I am actively becoming a better person day by day by day, brick by brick, I'm building a better life for myself. And so, yeah, man, that, I think that, yeah, it was some.
0: I think Warren Buffett's um, Warren Buffett's like trading career, his just his journey is a. It, it can be an accurate rep- representation for just everything in life because mm-hmm. i've mentioned this before like everything is a process but every process up until the result takes some sort of you know what i'm saying um some small profit along the way like mm-hmm. and and by profit i mean like you said doing the work like mm-hmm. me journaling today you know what i'm saying like coming out about things in my journal or praying like that's profit for the day. Mm -hmm. So think about, think about like compounding profit or, you know what I'm saying? Just compounding good habits over time. Like you can't,
1: you can't fail. (laughs) You cannot fail. That's one of the main themes of atomic habits, what you just said, Compounding habits. You got to read that book. You have to. I'm going to get it for sure. I'm going to add it. I think, I don't know if it's, I think, I think it is on
0: my list now yeah I'm, I'm sure that's one thing. of the main things of, of that book but
1: yeah i'm sorry to cut you off but i, I... No, you're good
0: that's that's all i was saying like it's it's i just i just think that um you know we we have to realize and always be mindful of the fact that um healing and just better in general ain't, it's not going to happen overnight mm-hmm. um in some cases it could like You know, people, people wake up rich, (laughs) something happened, you know what I'm saying? I just got a bunch of bread in the bank, but like real life, that's not, that's not real life. You know what I'm saying? Real life is, you know, like being a dog, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just waking up every day, putting in the work and working towards something, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And being proud.
1: After it, every day.
0: Yes. But yeah, man, Um, that's all I had on that.
1: Yeah, man, I think um I think that's about it for me too. I just really wanted to give a couple more tips if that's cool as far as jumping into that unlearning journey, man. I think it's okay to also to to really just um I have I'm gonna also I want us to link where I pulled these tips from in the description mm-hmm. this time. I'll just yeah. I'll send shoot it to you, but I thought they were really good, and I didn't like oh there were some extra ones on there, but these are just the ones that I felt like were applicable to me, yeah um, but also one of the things I think that's super important is like to be a, be assertive and committed to what you're what you're doing, you know what I mean, like you have to be not mean with yourself, but you have to be responsible to yourself for like if you want to stop engaging in that thing, if you want to stop having those habits, if you want to stop acting like that you have to be like resolute in your no. No is a complete sentence. No to yourself, no to other people, no to circumstances, no to situations, no to relationships. You have to be resolute in that no. And yep. you have to be able to to stand on that and stand with what comes with it. You know what I mean? I think like I can think about for example the biggest thing that that keeps me bound in my uh unhealthy people pleasing tendencies is this fear that people will feel some type of way about me or not like me or or not want to engage with me as a person or not want to interact with me in the same way because I'm telling them, Oh, I can't do this. Or I don't want to do this or I don't like this. And so it's like, well, it's okay. I'll just, I won't worry about it. But can I, happens-
0: can I cut you off real quick? Mm-hmm. And this is, this is kind of like off topic, but I was thinking about that too. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a thing that, um, that I saw on social media that was saying like, yeah, like you can, you could do so much for a person, but as soon as you say no, you find out who you're dealing with. And that's how we, that's how we like literally determine, you know what I'm saying, who our real friends are. Like if, if, if I say no to you, like how are you gonna act Mm -hmm. after that? You know what I'm saying? And it's just repetition, like practice saying no, the more you say no, the more you, you know what I'm saying, a, a weed out the 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 people who ain't supposed to be in your life. Yeah, absolutely. so
1: 'cause yeah. if you tell some people, you no, know, you tell a friend with healthy boundaries or a family with healthy boundaries, you no, know, they're gonna be like, Okay, that's cool. Ooh, cool, like I understand. Uh, Nedra, i'm one back that's my dog too. Meet with yeah. friends in my head. But uh <laughs> he says all the time, you know, like, no is a complete sentence for some people. And sometimes, she just made a video today. other day, like, sometimes you owe or you can give some people an explanation with your no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for some people, that. no is just a complete sentence, which is true. But for some people, like your your girlfriend or, or your partner, mm-hmm. you can give them an explanation. No, I can't do that because X, Y, Z. is But, oh, what's your parent? But sometimes, my no is my no. Right. Can, you, can you come to this meeting? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Can you do this? Nope. Yeah. And so i've I've learned to get more comfortable with saying no. Like I really and I don't, Joe, You know, I'm somebody who I was doing everything on the yard. If somebody yeah. asked me to do it, I was gonna be there. It doesn't matter if I had to go from this meeting, and this one, and this one be from meeting from five to eleven. I was gonna be at yeah. every meeting. I was gonna be there on time. I was gonna be attentive, and I was gonna get the work done at my sacrifice. Yeah. right but in this period of my life i am more important than, than somebody else's part of your heart yeah and so yeah, you have to be assertive in that thing and then you have to also the, the other part of that right the inverse of that is ask for help when you can't yeah. do something ask for help ask somebody and that's another thing once you develop that superman or superwoman syndrome thinking you can do everything it becomes impossible to ask for help Right, that I am of no asset to people at 50%. I am of no asset at 80%. I am only my best self when I can give you everything I have to offer. Absolutely. And so when I can't do something, I've learned, hey, I I can, if you can teach me how to do this the right way, I will be able to perform and execute it in the, in the manner in which you want me to. But right now, I don't understand what you're asking me to do. So right. I'm going to ask you for help to help me figure this out and um yeah man i think those are my my top tips i think i gave like five um Mm -hmm. so to recap i'll just say identify know your triggers that's important you know what i mean once you've kind of figured out what causes you to go back to that space identify that then once you've done that repeal and replace switch them out you know what i mean for something that's going to be proactive in your life and help you uh get where you're trying to go and then um also plan plan that stuff out write it out when when you don't have the the desire or the words to really express how you feel the journey to yourself and just write it down and then mm-hmm. be assertive and committed and ask for help and um those are my tips for, for the journey of unlearning things that i'm actively doing because i'm actively unlearning stuff still you know we ain't right. perfect i ain't jesus so right. i mean uh, perfection costs a cross and i don't think i could pay that so um yeah man that's that's all i pretty much got I'll kick it back to you yeah um my my i
0: think i think my i think i had three mm-hmm. um really really simple you know what i'm saying you 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 figure out what you want out of life um and that should tell you you know what i'm saying who and what you know what i'm saying it is that i need to be unlearning and unsurrounding myself around unassociating myself with and you know what i'm saying whenever those opportunities present themselves you have to literally be um aware and mindful in the moment so that you're practicing how to react in the way that you should be you know what i'm saying and 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 just you know what i'm saying repeating that over time it'll it'll be like second nature you know what i'm saying like oh well i know this is something that i didn't want so um it's easy for me to say no because I've built, you know what I'm saying? The resistance towards that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are just my things like aware, aware of who you are, you know what I'm saying? What you want out of life. Um, and knowing that that's one, knowing what you need to to fix and unlearn in order to walk that path and, you know, repetition practice, like actually executing and and getting better at it that's
1: all i have absolutely well man another great episode in the books um again we're super super grateful for y'all please subscribe share um and interact with us in the comments man. let us know what y'all want to hear about if if something blessed you or benefited you from the show this episode in particular or any episode let us know man let us know what we can do better let us know what we can change um we are coming to a close on our first season and we're definitely coming back with a whole different vibe next season. Whole different vibe. Also, I had the opportunity, man, to speak on the uh, BBK Connection podcast last week. Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't heard that, go ahead and hop over to her podcast and check her out. Super dope. Uh, love interviewing with her. And she does just like all different types of stuff in relation to young Black people who are out here doing major things. So check her podcast out. Um, it's also really geared towards like people that are in the uh, collegiate atmosphere. So if you're listening, you're in college, man, I think you'll get something from that episode for sure. and other episodes on our podcast. And again, man, we really just appreciate y'all. Thanks for rocking with us. Uh, two more episodes. Three. or 10, 11, 12. Yep. and left in this season, man. And then we're going to be on a little break. I'm going to come back swinging like Muhammad Ali. Swinging, swinging. I ain't even going to see it coming. And we yep. can- next time. Love and light.